Hey everybody, before we get into the show, we just want you to know there's a trigger warning. We start on a pretty heavy topic dealing with rape culture. Uh, it gets pretty intense and it ends at about 16.30, so if you want to go ahead and skip over that, you can. But we just wanted to let you know in advance, so let's get on to the show. Can we just like start this thing? I don't know no. what we're waiting for. The audience is there. They're fucking so? eating popcorn. They're 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 ready for the magic. Then we well, are then good to go. Them. Well, then fucking let's do this shit. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Podcast. That wasn't a fake that jingle, fake. by the way. That was actually that was real, real people. <laughs> the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Society Clubhouse in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Hello, perverts. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I am Boogie, and this is... The community show once a month. We open the doors and let all the freaks and perverts in. And oh my goodness. So it's like our period. <laughs> yeah, that was an aw yeah coming from the audience. Mark's just sitting there going, it's usually just me. Why are these people invading my space? All the way over there. It usually is an audience of one. It usually is. But now we have a lot of people and there's expectations now. We have artists and perverts and yeah. Way to lay on the pressure. And- yeah, don't don't feel bad about it, you know. Just let's rock it. So, let's just get right into it. Let's get into the topic that <laughs> Abyss and I are very curious about. No. And it just says for potato mayhem, which is this section, homeless Kathy. I'm homeless. What what the fuck? I don't know. That's what comes with, you know, couch surfing and house sitting is you never know where you're going to be in. Apparently today I found out I'm I'm 90% certain I'm homeless. So I may be sleeping here at the club tonight. <laughs> Slumber party is yeah. threshold. Yeah. <laughs> party. Awesome. We have popcorn. What, what? That would be so so cool. I thought this gig was supposed to like last another year. It kind of was family issues and fights, which means they take precedence over me. So I, I may be out. They obviously don't know the power of Kathy. They don't know the power. Why don't you get these people? We got we got like twelve of us here. We will go march on that house, <laughs> and we will let these people, these fucking homeowners, we will let them know that Kathy is staying, and y'all can sleep in the garage or something wherever with the kitty litter box. Kathy's staying. Are you guys with me? Yeah. All right. That's it. That's how it works. Thank you, Boogie. That's it. So is, we're just going to keep posted on that? Yes, I will keep you posted if I sleep here tonight. We were doing so well. We got you panties. Well, I got we were fucking, panties. We were moving up the fucking ladder, and now just now you're just, moving in with Boogie. Now you're moving <laughs> with that, me. Thank you for that just is. stating it that way. I am more depressed now than ever. But what? We'll I have, have so a guest much, room. We'll have so much fun. Didn't you already just? Get, it, that's on weekends. Oh, okay. That's fine. All right, let's go on, please. All right, that's you know fine. What we just totally did. Oh, I'm saying it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> So he was joking around, but he was joking around thinking like, ha, 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 you know, hold my, you know, hold my junk while I pee. And I'm like, all right. That was the most awkward thing that I I've totally ever done hold in my his life. dick. Has any, have, you, have you ever tried that? Like let a girl hold your penis while you pee. You've done it. Is it not 
Like at first you're like, hey, this is gonna be cool, and then all of a sudden they start grabbing it, and you're like, ah, get the fuck off my, that's my fucking shit. Like you can touch it, you can suck it, I can put it places in you, but man, when I'm peeing, that's my time. And then, that and then I'm trying me. to like, of course I'm sitting there looking like, okay, oh shit, this is harder to aim than I thought it was gonna be. And it's like I'm trying to relax, and then so the only way that it worked was I kind of put my arm around her, like I was like the drunk guy in the bar, and I'm like, I love you so much. <laughs> and it's all shriveled and fucking, it was just not cool. It was funny. Fit life is the place. Talk about genital torture and subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about fit life, motherfucker. FetLife.com is the world's greatest social media site for kinky people, and every week we talk a little bit about the stuff that FetLife people are talking about. For your peace of mind, please know that every group or blog post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. So, we've been having fun. We started the show. People are eating cookies and fucking popcorn. It's like a goddamn lock-in at the youth group, Christian fucking organization. Look at that. Praise the Lord. Everyone, praise the Lord. Amen? And so we're all happy. We're talking about holding penises and fucking and Kathy being homeless. And and now, now That's all the fucking fun stuff. And now let's just talk about rape culture. Okay, let's do that. This is a, this is a, a blog. We got permission from Salk. And, uh, and she wrote... Uh, she wrote this blog and I had the opportunity because I said, oh, I'll take this one because, you know, I'm a dude. Obviously, I know so much about I was more rape, than happy to let you rape take culture. It. And uh, during the process of investigating this to try to relate, um, I ended up triggering like all these fucked up abusive childhood memories and went down. So I just want the perverted podcast listeners to know I suffered immensely <laughs> to not have anything to say. Uh, about this uh, because I don't have authority to so we're not pretending to have all the answers there's a lot of shit going on with this topic and and we're just going to dig into it and she starts out by saying all across FetLife and the internet in a general and in general we see victims come forward to admit trauma they have experienced too often people comment asking why the person has not gone to the police as if that invalidates the trauma or less tactfully simply say shut the fuck up or go to the police anyone have experience with this anyone uh, <laughs> yes we have we w this is I don't have personal experience with it, but I have. There, this is a hot topic on FET right now, and um, I'm just going to let you go with it, Boogie. Do it. What we're going into here is not the fact that everyone acknowledges that people are raped. It's it's how people are treated when they do come forward. And there's this, and I've seen it online. I've seen it in the clubs where somebody steps up and says hey somebody did something to me and all of a sudden everyone goes into that protect the community protect the leader if you know she gives all these examples and we'll get into some of those and then it starts about you're all of a sudden now you're victim shaming and you're blaming the person that was victimized because you're in denial that it could happen in our community and in the non-kink world it gets even deeper and uglier and i'm just gonna i mean she says it's widely known fact that the vast majority of sexual assaults 
aren't reported and even less are prosecuted. In fact, according to Rain, the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, 68% of sexual assaults are never reported to police and 98% of violators will never spend a night in jail. And then she writes a list what was great about this and she said in the beginning i'm really sad that i had to write this and she wrote this very long list i'll read some of them these are reasons why people don't go forward and this is where i started to go through my experience as a counselor when i was in ministry and stuff like that back in the day um and it validated those things for me like here's some the rapist their rapist is a well-respected community leader celebrity or politician They've had traumatic encounters with police previously. I've seen that. They feel police are unlikely to believe or help them because of past encounters. I've seen that. They feel the police, uh, their rapist has financial power over them, and they fear their livelihood may be compromised if their rapist goes to jail or cuts them off. For example, their rapist is a boss, guardian, or the breadwinner in the family, like a relative. Um and then it starts getting into other things. Uh, do you guys just want to, at some point, you guys should probably say something. Well, well we're waiting. I don't want to <laughs> no, no, cut no, go, in here. Go ahead. I, I have more to read. Well, I mean, I've seen this, and it's not just with rape. It's also a, uh, assault in, in our uh, community. We've recently had an issue where uh, char- like, uh, we had someone basically who was assaulted by someone that was well-known in the community, and... There was a whole almost cover-up thing that went down with it, and it took many people standing up, and there was a lot of backlash to those who stood by the person who had been assaulted. Like, they had to tap out on a lot of things. I've seen it with girls and um, who maybe not necessarily, like, they don't understand what rape is in a lot of ways. If, if you're into it, and then halfway through you go, this is not cool, you know, that's that that's the same as saying no from the start. Sure. Yeah. And she gets into that. She gets into that because uh, when you start getting into it, let's see where just my fucking eight thousand pages of notes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wrote more than I'm going to read. Uh, so who do you report to? But you also have to explain your kinky life to strangers, who generally would not be entitled to know. Um, so now you're a kinky person. You've just been assaulted. You might have consented to enter the scene. The scene went bad. The person pushed the consent issue. Now what do you do? Well, oh, shut the fuck up or go to the police. Okay, now you're going to go to the police, and now you have to explain to the police, well, yeah, we were kinky, and I was handcuffed, and then uh, he raped me. So you're a victim all over again. Mm-hmm. So now you're, you're re-victimized. I've seen this. I've seen police called to situations where we witnessed the assault happen, and because the girl spent the night with the guy the last night, the night before, and the cop goes, "Did you sleep with him last night?" And she's like, "Yeah." And he, they just got in their car and drove away. Or if the rapist is the husband, that happens. And here's what I liked about this post because she does. Her main focus is the fact that people do have reasons for not speaking up, and. The, the title of the post, shut the fuck up or go to the police, is the attitude that most people take, even, even smart, kind, well-meaning people. And unless you've been through it, unless you've been in that position of humiliation and having all of your power taken away from you and having your life just fall apart like that, 
You don't know what it's like to have to make that decision. It is so easy to back away and say, I would just rather keep quiet and let this go by and I will deal with it on my own. So when someone takes that hard ass attitude of you, I stop talking about it or go to the police, you're getting victimized all over again by your friends sometimes, which makes it even worse by well-meaning people. I mean, you don't even know. It goes into family. I, Like I said, you know, obviously I used to be a Christian. Now I'm an atheist. Okay, everyone knows. I used to be a counselor. Uh, I do like lay counseling. And I had someone that I was working with for a year. Her uncle, ste- um, her stepfather, uh, started raping her when she was eight years old. And it progressed and progressed and just became a regular thing. The fa- She didn't come forward until she was 16, 17 years old. And she finally came out and told someone, and they said, you have to tell someone. You have to do this. She went to the police. The police brought an investigation. Her entire family turned on her and said, this is your fault. You seduced him. That's pretty common. At eight fucking years old. And her relationship with the entire family was destroyed. Because the family was so in denial that this could possibly happen that they ended up blaming her for this assault. I mean, these are the types of things that people who have not been through this, the the post should be, if you've never been through this, shut the fuck up. Because you don't know. Yeah, and the your story right there, it, it relates to her post because that attitude of you have no choice. This is your only choice. Go to the police. Yeah, go to the police. It may be your only choice. And even if she had thought about it and thought about it, the same result may have happened. But the point is she never even had a choice. She that That's it. You have no choice. That's what you're supposed to do. Either shut the fuck up or go to the police. Well, and honestly, even if you go to the fucking police... You know, it's a lot of times that he said, she said. There is yeah, you, even if you with don't physical, have evidence, if you don't get in, even, you don't do the rape even kit. If, even with a rape kit, it can say she was consenting up until this point. She never said no. I've heard that multiple times. I've ne- She never said no. She never said she wasn't into it. Blah, 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 blah. You know, that's pretty common. And it literally comes down to a his events versus hers or hers versus hers or his versus his when you cross into those gender roles too like you have a whole nother level that the mainstream public does not seem to want to wrap its head around there's there's a male on male male huge like yeah there's there's all these areas that no one wants to touch and if you think the rape was bad enough and now you're having to come out into your community which can all turn on you depending on who your rapist was you know, and even with a rape kit and short of having a video of you saying, no, stop, stop what you are doing, red, sure. whatever, it's it's so hard. Now then, now that we have made this Incredibly look very unappetizing to come forward, the end of this uh, entire post is you obviously, if you've been assaulted, you need support. You obviously need people that actually understand what you've been going through. And there's rape crisis lines. There are hotlines that you can call 24 hours a day. There are groups. There are local places to reach out. The first thing you need to do is take care of yourself. And we don't want to say, and even Salk wasn't saying, don't go to the police. Obviously, if someone is a fucking rapist, they need to be prosecuted. But what this article is about, and and there are rapists convicted. There are rapists in jail right now. 
there it, it is possible to have them prosecuted the the goal of this topic that we're talking about today is the people that treat it with ignorance and they don't understand how hard it is to come forward and so if you have been abused please come forward this triggered a lot of shit with me i had a lot of memories because i was physically abused as a kid um and i dealt with a lot of that powerlessness where um shit happened to me and nobody did anything you know they laughed they said ah fuck it you know he's a kid fuck him and so on a very small scale i kind of relate to that powerlessness but on in no way does that make me qualified to really talk about what that feels like but if you've been abused please get the support you need go online find the crisis lines and just know that if you haven't been when you approach someone that says they've been abused show a little tact show a little empathy and try to put yourself in someone else's shoes that was a great post by salt thank you thank you very much yeah all right, let's go on to something lighter. Let's perk this up a little. <laughs> so this is a post. I didn't play the Bill Cosby song because I just because because <laughs> I, well, I well I mean that was going to be an example not to drag back into the topic but you know here's some, another example it it took 15 women to come forward before people stopped insulting and ostracizing those women saying that they were all money grubbing and book deals so. It's drugs. 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 It's got to be drugs. Let's get high. There's a guy named Bill, and he gets all the girls. He's got a great little trick. Actually, it's a little pill. Drugs. He says some girls won't give it up and need to relax. So he drugs that bitch and pulls off her pants. Ooh, she's got to take a Bill pill. It's got to be drugs. <laughs> It's so uh, I wrong. Just, I just wanted to play a piece of that because I worked really hard on that years ago. <laughs> I'll make that available online. Fuck Bill Cosby. I worshipped <laughs> him as a child, and he fucked me. So, uh, okay, I needed to pick up something. Uh huh. They were. Your... They smiled. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Cosby song. Okay. All right. Thanks. <sighs> Thank you. They're just like, just get out of that topic. Okay. So. So this next post is entitled <laughs> "Kink Light." is important <laughs> light being the operative word this is by inner mind uh one of the so prolific posters and we love them what this was a great post it was you actually commented Th- on I, it. i, I actually that. did this is uh, the last the last one i was like yeah this one i'm like all right this is the song my people fucking rocking yeah and so if you please scroll down to the comments and look at boogie's comment because he practically sucked inner mind's dick during what the <laughs> fuck you bitch <laughs> You guys shut. I don't want to have community party anymore. They'll sign with you. All right. So what Intermind is talking about is what we see pretty much on FetLife, mostly on KMP. When we look at all the pictures and we read everything is what he calls kink light versus the purists who are all about the edge play and saying that's not what BDSM is all about. So what he says is lots of women and and men who want to explore this world are scared shitless at first of the more hardcore elements of the lifestyle. Very few people are going to transition from being vanilla to doing the most hardcore forms of play out there. There is usually a transitional period as they explore. That's where kink light serves its purpose. It allows people to explore kink while not feeling overwhelmed by the more intense aspects of FetLife. Yes, 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 yes. 
We went through this here. We've been through this in the community. This is the old crotchety old guard people getting all grumpy because you've watered down this lifestyle and it's supposed to be this and it's this old crotchety dinosaur shit that makes all of the new people go, fuck you. This is a great, great, you guys go first. It's a great post. I got post. some shit. It is. It's a great post. Um, I will admit that I'm I'm someone who does look at KMP and go, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. This again, these same bitches that I see all the time, all this kink light bullshit. But I am the, also the first person to admit that we absolutely need that in the community. Some people just are all about the light spanking. Most people in this that is, come into yes, this community. The, the, the votes are in. For years and years and years, it was very much about, you know, all the clubs and the BDSM was brought by the more serious, the old guard, um, the more master slave, dominant submissive, 24-7. All the classes were more geared towards that. And basic S&M was kind of like you went through the eye of the needle. Like first you understand what master slave is all about and then you can decide what you're going to do for yourself. And that really it worked for a while for a very small percentage of people, but most people do not want to be 24-7. People have been kinky and having rough fucking sex since the caveman days. It doesn't mean they want to put on a leather vest and follow high protocol. Now, but what it does mean, yeah. thank you, we have one. Now then, there are a percentage of people who gravitate towards high protocol, towards those traditions, towards master-slave, and fucking A, this is phenomenal that we have this opportunity for them to be there to teach these people that do. But when, it's a, when we get this approach that you have to do it this way, it then becomes religious, and then it turns people off. But if you allow people to come, which we've done at Threshold for the last three years, the last few years, we said, okay, we're just going to open this up to all the communities, the rope community, the transgender community, the leather community, the master slave community, all of these different communities, the, the littles community, all of these are communities that come under the umbrella of the lifestyle. And if we open this up to everybody, then the people that want to gravitate towards where they feel led to go are going to have a much more open experience doing that. And and lo and behold, look, the club is full with all different people. Well, <laughs> I will also say now versus, and I have to tip my hat to the old guard and to those who did, you know, they kept they kept BDSM going and alive in a very repressive, very non-embracing uh, uh, society. And I can sympathize with them saying, hey, this is the shit that kept us alive. When you listen to people like Ms. D who couldn't be kinky and they had to, to have these you know, rules in place and so forth so that they didn't lose their kids, so they didn't lose their jobs. So they, you know, so they, I can sympathize why they would be a little crotchety. But I don't see Miss D as that. Miss D is actually my example of a person that does it right. Miss D speaks. Uh, Miss D, of course, is a threshold matriarch, 3,000 years old, speaks like. Oh my God, she's not fucking doing that. She has gravel coming out of her nipples. Uh, what? She's, she's my fucking bro. 
We speak on panels together. She talks like this. No, she really she doesn't. She does. She talks like this. But she is a perfect example of someone who goes to all of the leather conventions, speaks on master-slave panels, does it. But when she comes to Threshold, she says, these are the things that I do and I enjoy, but you are not pressured to be that. And it's, a, and it's an attraction rather than a promotion. Rather than saying people should do this, she is just being an example of someone who follows these traditions and protocols in her master-slave relationships, and yet she doesn't push it on people. So they are now attracted to that, and they ask questions. I'm also going to say, because one of the things he brought up was the kink light. I do, and I support kink light. I, can, I support people finding their own paths. Some people do just gravitate to the hardcore shit and go from the spanky spanky to I'm going to cut a motherfucking you know open we have a lot of people in this dungeon that are not kink light sure we have a lot of people who we don't judge everyone everyone's at their own levels and so forth but I can also understand um being wary of seeing it like oh you know I don't want to water down what the other people are doing sure because it is there is a beauty and and kind of hardness that it's still important to have in the scene. You, if if it's at least that's, that's I absolutely agree with that, and we have that here at Thresher. We have the group Mast, which is a master slave group. I'm they not meet, talking just master slave. They, they it's meet not here every just, month. It's no, not just the. We're talking about. Are we talking about? See, I'm talking about the protocols, the high protocols, that's the people not, that bitch about the That's not the only thing that was She's in his, about the other part. Well. <laughs> yeah. So it's the protocol, old school, and it's also edge play. It's anything that is intense. So, um, w- but we accommodate everything here. We actually yeah. even have a party that accommodates lighter players or newer players. Sure, the singles party. Yeah. So, I think in general, when you let people be who they are, and yet you just stand there and be an example of the more extreme things, then they're going to have a much easier time seeing the chemistry between you and your partner and being attracted to that type, just like I was with needles and blood play and all the things that I was like, fuck no. And then I saw that. People didn't tell me this is the way to do it or you don't do it because then that goes to the same douchey shit. Oh, you're not a real submissive if you don't take a lot of pain. You know, it's just that same thing. You're just not a submissive I play with. Pretty much. You just haven't inspired my submission, you fucking giant douchebag. So (laughs) I think I, I love this topic. I think it's great. I think we have a lot of evidence that when you let people be who they want to be, then they do that. And the majority of people that are in here get to express themselves and I think it is excited and I see more and more communities around the country and in other countries that are embracing that hey be who you are and it's becoming really dynamic which which I like and I also still give a nod to those who really fall within the more restrictive and more hardcore stuff too sure would that be because you are more hardcore yourself and more restrictive generally yes <laughs> well I think that was a great post and thank you very much to Intermind as usual a great Woo! writer Woo! You're doing a solo wave? <laughs> He's that excited. <laughs> Let's go on. I love, wait, what are we doing? Oh, hey. This is, a, this is a new thing. We now have perverted podcast volunteers. Awesome We introduce. They're like coming from all over the planet. We actually have one here tonight. We actually do. We have, we have a new. My Michelle has just signed up and offered to, uh, Sucker. to do what she needs to do. <laughs> So the first uh, thing a volunteer needs to do is kind of, you know, help Abyss with some uh, stuff. No. Are you down with that? You want to take that mission? Uh, yeah, of course. 
Okay. Well, fisting? A little fisting? <laughs> a little fisting? A little fisting? Yeah. Practically jumping out <laughs> of her All of a sudden, she takes off her pants. I'm like, I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like conflicted. I'm like, I really wouldn't stop that if that was. I would be like, we'll just stop the recording and go get some lube and gloves and make that happen. Maybe on another time. But thank you for being a great volunteer. So um, one of the benefits of being volunteers, we actually acknowledge you. You're a part of the show, and so uh, so. We don't want to do this every week, so once a month, we're just going to acknowledge the birthdays of the month, and yes, happy. we're not going to sing happy birthday, because that's fucking lame. We don't have a kinky version of happy birthday, so motherfucker. Wait, to who? Wait, well, I'm going to play the song first. All right, go ahead. Fucking let me play the song. I've started 530. Don't get butthurt. Happy birthday, you're a pervert, get your spankings. Happy birthday. And crops and canes. Oh, thank you. This day we celebrate the pervert that is you. Cause when you're kinky, you can have your cake and beat it too. <laughs> whack, 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 whack. Happy birthday, you are great. Thank you. Our community has a kinky birthday song now. And that's happy. It is. It's now a ringtone on pervertedpodcast.com. You can go and download it right now and send it to your kinky friends on their birthday. That's so cool. Anyway. So the birthdays that we have this month, of course, uh, we have the lovely Miss Curious, our, our, our OG volunteer. Um, she is, uh, I guess, 21 again. And, uh, we, again? <laughs> again, nobody, nobody gives ages when, when Aurelia asks for the birthdays. There's never a year on it. It's always just the, the date. So she is. And then uh, sweet girl Caitlin, who is also here at uh, Threshold with us. She does great boot blacking. She is an awesome volunteer. She's been very, very aggressive doing stuff for us <laughs> and helping us out. She's been very aggressive. And, uh, <laughs> and, Aurelia said it's her birthday, but she's like, it's, um, it was last month, but I'm like, fuck it, we're going to say happy birthday to you today. So everyone, happy, happy birthday! birthday! And then we go into some... Uh, I am a sex trivia lord! Sex trivia! Sex trivia! Sex trivia lord! You done? <laughs> <laughs> what? my fucking sex trivia. Do you need me to hold your, your pee-pee again? Don't hold my fucking pee-pee again. That was fucking awkward. <laughs> Shut up. It was totally awkward. All right, so it's sex trivia time. Who's going, who is going to volunteer and compete? I'll give it a shot. Get up here, Woo! Jay. Applaud for him. I would. Could you please introduce yourself? Because you are a special new person to the Perverted Podcast. <laughs> You're a special uh, new I'm a, I'm a uh, special new old person to the Perverted Podcast. I am the slightly nefarious Jay Moyes of fetishartist.net. Uh, I've been a member of Threshold on and off since... Uh, Mark was Clinton's born. Second term, I think it was. <laughs> Since Mark was like a sperm, a uh, zygote. <laughs> Since Mark was a zygote. That's one the, of the questions, by the way. Uh, here at Threshold, uh, I am the guy that painted the Betty Page and Jungle Guy uh, murals over in the bathroom. So you are our new cartoon. And the reason we brought Jay up, well, I'm glad you're doing sex trivia because everyone else was total fucking pussying out. Um, it's not that evil, by the way. It's just questions. Questions and you answer them. Um, but Jay does all sorts of awesome fetish art, cartoon art, and we said, hey, can we put some of this 
on our perverted podcast site to kind of you know decorate the pages because none of us can fucking draw for shit. <laughs> and in exchange, uh, you know, we're we're gonna plug him in his site because he's an awesome artist, and you guys are gonna see some of that. We're gonna make a little page for him, and so I you like know where vest. to find him. And he has a very nice vest. And he was, he was selling at Bizarre Bazaar, and let me just say, those drawings were amazing. He he definitely has a great style, and we're welcome aboard. Thank you so much for uh, helping us look better because Turdnado's looking pretty nasty right about. <laughs> now which by the way is the name of the pervertedpodcast.com website so let's just get to trivia here's how it works we go down the line we will start with our guest jay and uh you get a chance to answer the question if you fail to answer the question the next person gets a chance to answer the question the best out of five will win there will be a tiebreaker if we get a two to two and now for the first question you like that? Yeah. That's very cool. Okay, I thank like you it. very much. Everyone's nodding. Yeah, now we're legit, bitches. <laughs> Abazophilia. Abazophilia is an attraction to A, wheelchairs, B, fresh basil, <laughs> C, straight edges, or D, taking a picture of the 70s actor Scott Bayo rolling it up and jamming it into the eye of an Italian chef while singing the Happy Days theme song. What is it, Jay? I'm going to take a wild guess that it's wheelchairs. My my first thought was uh, the basil fetish. but <laughs> there's So your final answer is wheelchairs. My final answer is wheelchairs. Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, clap. That was the correct answer. First answer, basophilia is a psychosexual attraction to people with impaired mobility, especially those who use orthopedic appliances such as leg braces, spinal braces, or wheelchairs. Kathy! What? <laughs> me the question boogie <laughs> i just liked my thing which two ingredients are not found in human semen this is a two-part question you have to answer two. Oh my god already not found in semen cholesterol iron fructose jelly beans squirted from the vagina of a garden fairy was that fructose you just said? Fructose, like, you know, fructose, the sugary. Okay. I will say fructose. <gasps> and the last one. And <laughs> the jelly beans. Damn it. <laughs> you have failed. Abyss, you have a chance to answer. All right, I'm going to go with the jelly beans. Okay, jelly beans <laughs> and what else? Uh, iron. You are correct. <laughs> Clap for them. Minute quantities of over 30 different substances have been identified in the human semen. These include nitrogen, fructose, lactic acid, absorbic acid, inositol, cholesterol, gluathione, creatine, pyruvic acid, and a bunch of fucking shit that you were wrong about. Did they find wow. unicorn tears? They found unicorn tears of various salts and enzymes. Now it is Abyss's turn. <laughs> love that jingle i'm not changing it this took me three hours to investigate by the way at what temperature is semen frozen in order to remain viable a minus 102 celsius 151 degrees minus fahrenheit b minus 50 degrees celsius 50 minus 58 degrees fahrenheit c 196 degrees celsius minus and minus 321 degrees fahrenheit or D, 
Whatever the temperature in Kathy's freezer is at home, because on a hot day, Kathy does love herself some cum sickles. Why are you giving away all my secrets? What would be the answer, Abyss? Is it the 58 or whatever? The fi- you're saying the... It's the 50-something. 50 50-something. 50 you are incorrect. That's Jay, what? you have a chance to go to two. Okay, so we had... 102. Mi- these are all minuses. Just give me Celsius. 102, minus 102 Celsius, minus 50, minus 196, and whatever the temperature in Kathy's freezer at home is, because on a hot day, Kathy does love herself a cum sickle. I'm going to take a wild guess and go at 192. Honestly, I mean, something in me wonders if the freezer temperature was about correct, <laughs> but... Just take your answer, Jay. Let's go with 192. 196 was the actual oh, one. Yes, I get Sorry, what you're saying. Thank you very much, Jay. Now, can you tell me why it has to be that According freaking According to the UIC Andrology Laboratory and other annoying sources that Boogie spent two fucking hours trying to get accurate information from, for one fucking question, Mangoo is frozen at minus 196 <laughs> Celsius and can be viable for around 40 years reliably or until Kathy, while in heat, ingests it all. It needs to be a very extreme cold immediate freeze. Otherwise, the slow freeze will deteriorate the genetics in the uh, in the viable sperm cell. So the swimmers actually will get freezer burn if they're just if yes. They're not, if it if it goes in tail. if it goes in slow and it comes out too slow, then uh, so it, they're like flash frozen. Pretty much. Okay. So it's fast. a flash. three minus three hundred and twenty-one. Okay, you are now one away from winning the prize, which is pretty exceptional. Which, by the way, I was supposed to announce that. Yeah, you didn't. Mm-hmm. What the, you said there was a butt plug. It's a butt plug. <laughs> Woohoo! And a special prize. And if you don't win. It goes into next month's prize, and people win four prizes. All right. Kathy. (laughs) Me? Again? Oh, yeah. All right. During sexual intercourse, in addition to the genitals and breasts, what swells? A, glands around the anus. B, inner nose. C, feet and ankles. And D, the wallet of the prostitute I have to pay to have sex with me. Oh, my God. What is the answer, Kathy? I'm going to say A. Anus? The glands <laughs> of the anus. <laughs> you are incorrect. Where's my Pac-Man sound? <laughs> you are incorrect, come sickle sucker. Abyss? So f- the option is feet, wallet, or what was inner, it? inner nose. Inner nose. I'm going to go with feet and ankles. Oh, my God. That is such an amazing answer, unfortunately. It's the inner nose. <laughs> As blood flow increases during arousal and subsequent intercourse, vascular parts of the inner nose can also swell as well. That's gross. That actually explains a lot because have you ever bleeds? noticed like you suddenly just get this hemorrhaging runny nose when you're going down on somebody? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought that was from the heat I, and lack of I breathing. I don't know what I don't know what it is, but everyone, you know, it's like there's this sometimes there's been this thing where it's like you you know going at it hot and heavy and face is right in there and it's like just everything just, you know, all the mucus just suddenly starts gushing. 
I'm sorry. I, I you know, it's like I, I, you know, honey, I, I don't mean to be. That is so you know, hot. I, <laughs> that's where you have like a little box no, of Kleenex. We have it's not hot. It's not. All right, let's oh. go. One more, one more question. Okay. Bonus round. All right. No, you have two. Uh, you have one. So, wait, is this your question? No, it's mine. That's yours. Okay. In comparison. What size egg could accommodate the number of female ova necessarily to repopulate Earth to its present numbers? What size egg? Like if you took all the fucking, you know, how many ova, the very little ovas, how many, what size egg? You getting me? You feeling me? It's a fucking size of the egg. A, an ostrich egg. B, a chicken egg. C, a dinosaur egg. (laughs) That's for you. And D, I will never eat a fucking egg again because I don't want the potential guilt of wiping out an entire population of humans unless I like Count Boogie, and then I would savor the opportunity to eat genocide and cheese omelets. Oh, my God. What is your answer? D. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with chicken egg. It is now tied two to two. <laughs> Here we go. We have a tiebreaker question, and it is a truth or dare. And I'm going to count. You guys are going to paper, scissor, rock for it. Are you guys ready? On the count. One, two, three. Rock versus rock does not win. Here we go again. One, two, three. Rock smashes papers. Abyss gets the chance to win this game. On an official note, Jay actually made the sign of scissors. Boogie accidentally said, Rock smashes paper, which was incorrect, and Mark was obsessive about letting me know that you would be confused. So here is the correction. Rock smashes scissors. It's official. Abyss gets the chance to win this game. And this shows you how much fucking time I spend in ridiculous fucking internet land. Americans spend twice as much money on pornography. This was an actual trivia question. As they do on biscuits or cookies. True or false? Entire country buying biscuits and cookies. People spend more money on porn. True or false? I say false. Is that your final answer? Yes. (laughs) That was the wrong jingle. (laughs) You are incorrect, goddammit. Porn people, ladies and gentlemen, porn people buy more porn than people buy cookies. Really? With the obesity in America? Are you kidding? That would be why. Well, you know, maybe they're jerking off a little bit to help alleviate. But so much porn is free. Let it go, Abyss. You have lost. Jay? Yes. You have won. Here it comes. You win. What is it? Your very own. Come over here. Come over here, little boy. He's all. all, uh. Your very own butt plug. It's purple. It fits in a butt. And then the big prize your own kitchen scrub brush. Ladies and gentlemen. I needed a new one of those, too. Okay, I got it. I know I know we're pressed for time, but I got an idea. Okay. Um, a brace of butt plug play? Just shove it in and fucking... Let's do a thing. Uh, un- 
unless we want to do something with the audience, let's do a thing. The sixth person that posts on FetLife, hey, what a great show. Jay, you, 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 do, you do realize we're not live today. You, you do realize we're recording. That's going to be a very long six people. Sit it's, down, it's Jay. A, you've oh, won your prize. It's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. He's like, he's like I don't want your butt plug. <laughs> Regift that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, won't be live. Wait, where's? Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. Um, are Yet we, again. Are, we're good. What? I can't read. I'm blind. Your real life sex stories are much better than fantasy. The Murdered Podcast Naughty Tales. What? Why you skip? But why do I bother printing out a set list for us? What? When you skip around. What the fuck? We don't have a sub. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's grabbing his guitar. <laughs> We're going to get a jingle live. <laughs> Some fucking advice. It's a time where you're going to ask questions, and then we give you some fucking advice. And I don't have the jingle (laughs) shut up do your fucking thing what are we doing it's super duper important that we remind you we We are are not therapists i am a therapist you are not i am a therapist if you need therapy for real please for the love of all that is holy get real therapy from me boogie from me (laughs) i don't need therapy you need therapy all right Anyway. Abyss. This one was for Abyss. Yeah. It was a medical question yeah, or a thing. Yeah, all over my shit. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So uh, from, what was it, Lady Onyx? Lady Onyx, yes. Lady Onyx uh, sent in a great question, and she was asking, again, in our community, we are very much about cleanliness and making sure our toys are clean and making sure we don't get each other sick. That's why we should all use the hand sanitizer before we touch food Jesus in the Christ, threshold. Let it go. I think we kitchen. need to create a fetish for a bit on fet. <laughs> hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Um, Nazi through the dungeon all the time. Did you use hand sanitizer? <laughs> you had a finger in his ass. You better use a fucking hand sanitizer. People are like, gee, I was just gonna wear gloves. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so it was asked if Doxel, I think it's Doxel, D E T Doctol. Doctol. Diddle. D E T T O L. Versus Maticide, which I feel like that's like going to be like a Godzilla versus Mothra. Um, (laughs) So I would. What did she ask? She asked if she could use these on her toys. That's what she uses to clean all of her surfaces, all of her dungeon equipment, all of that good stuff. She also asked if she she said she uses it on uh, cuts, burns, all that good stuff. And I did some research and I can sing the praises of Maticide all day. Um, The only thing. The only problem with it is it's really made for hard surfaces. So anything that's porous is not great. And it's very abrasive. You do not cut. You don't treat cuts or bruises or burns or anything with medicine. I have an irritation on my genitalia. <laughs> yeah. I just put medicine yeah. on it. Please don't. I feel um, stingy. As far as a ductile or whatever. Um, Detol. Detol. Uh, I'm, I'm a little concerned because I wasn't able to actually find a lot of hard evidence like, if you look at Maticide, it says it will kill HIV, uh, rabies, staph. staph, strep, in this amount of time if it's left on. There was none of that um, information at all 
<laughs> for this product. Is this an American product, or is no. this or our friends? I think in the it's UK, overseas. Yeah, they're yeah. In the UK. They're using. I mean, it. they've used it for years. It's like the company has been around since 1933, and I know that they have a big campaign for places like India. They add it to their bath waters, stuff like this. It's supposed to be a. Um, it's supposed to kill all the bacteria. Antibacterial, yeah. But. There's no statistics that I could find, which as they don't have the same advertising campaigns as we do. No, fucking everything. No, they still did it. Like their thing, their website even said kills 99 percent of you know, you know, germs. And I'm like, well, where's where where is it? There's no studies or anything. I could not find it. Do we have people in the UK that can send us a link? Because I'd really like to find out. Well, you can find out. We did look online, and you can find out all kinds of stuff. But it's from the manufacturer. There's no actual statistics that state like Matticide does. Matticide, even Lysol. Lysol said, if used as directed, if you leave it on for three minutes completely wet, it will kill this, 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 and this. There was none of that for this. And although I will say for one of her questions, because she did say, is it safe for insertables? Specifically on the packaging, it says not for internal use. So, <laughs> not as a lubricant. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to use it, wash it off before you insert it into somebody. Um, I mean, all of these, as far as insertables and toys and stuff, if you're not sure about the product, just soap and water, and then you can just boil it depending on what it is. Um, glass dildos. Glass dildos. You can throw in the dishwasher. You some know, glass dildos. Or, or you can boil them. Everyone here love glass dildos. I'm wearing one right now. Oh my god! <laughs> I have one in my urethra. It's might uncomfortable. So I wish I could give more information. I didn't want to blow her off, but this was definitely something. If it, hey guys in the UK, please, if you have more information, send it my way. I don't like being um, not on top of this stuff, but it was it was definitely weird. It was like a weird combination of like pine saw meets like, well you know in the old born. days uh lysol women used to douche with lysol they used to they used to say we i just blew a sex trivia question potential there but you know so <laughs> maybe this thing was made in the 30s and it really isn't as good as they say it is i mean and we also found that it it will it's you're not supposed to get it in your eyes the same thing as vermaticide so unless they piss you off yeah, and then you can use it like pepper spray. But yes. no, as as far as thank you so much for asking. I wish I could have given you a better answer, but that's all the information I could find on it. We we have an audience member who's shaking his head saying he just looked online and he's saying no. What? Don't. Nothing? Um, go to the mic. Tell us what you found. Tell us what you found, find stranger. Go Google, go. Go Google. <laughs> According to the chemical composition, it'll basically just ruin your insights. Yeah. Oy. So it's not yes. so it's not an insertable yeah. pine oil, isopropyl, castor oil and water. Yeah, so that's what it is. Yeah. Get yourself you some Madison. Well have a Mormon give you an abortion. Ooh. Ooh, Mormon Ow. abortion is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> they take off that Mormon underwear. It's fucking like, yeah, it's All abortion. Right. Anyway, so basically, thank you so what? much for your questions and I and uh, try and find something else. Okay, so all right. So please send in your kink, love, relationship, and sex questions in 100 words or less to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and please put the word advice in the subject line. Now, can I play the naughty tales thing? Finally. Wait, wait. Which one? Oh, I need a bigger life sex stories. Everyone, samba. That's not samba. Whatever. Shut up. Perverted podcast naughty tales. Oh, oh now my hair. All right, this is the part of uh, the community show where our audience gets to get up. 
Did you just burp into the mic? I just ran into the mic. Did you just run into it and then burp? She keeps running into that mic mouth first. Do we need to breath test you or something? <laughs> Did you take another Vicodin to laser your vagina with or what? <laughs> what? Was that bad? Was I not supposed to say that? That was just it, People don't take Vicodins when they get laser? Move on. What? But this is time we tell stories. Just a... <laughs> I can make faces at you too, Abyss. <laughs> Do you want me now? Nope. <laughs> you tried to kill me this week, huh? This is payback. Oh, don't worry. I won't try that again. <gasps> so we're going to move on now. <laughs> this is the time of the show where we get to tell some naughty stories about uh, whether it's an exciting story, a hot, sexy story, an embarrassing story, something you learned. This is the time that we tell them, and do we have an audience member that you guys want to tell? Ramon. Ramon. Ramon, come on up. Woo! We will set the timer at two and a half minutes. You don't have to take that time, but you can't go over that time. Would you please enlighten us with a good, sexy story, and an actual story, though? Uh, first of all, I'm Ramon's brother, Chapultepec. <laughs> Ch- fucking what? Chapultepec. Chapultepec, yes. So uh, we were having sexy time in the shower, and when the the uh, end of the show was about to come, of course she drops to her knees to do the you know nice uh, blessing of the forehead. <laughs> Decides or didn't decide, but as I ejaculated, she slipped backwards. Oh. Oh. So in my mind, it looked like I knocked her back with it <laughs> and started to laugh. <laughs> And let me tell you, orgasming and laughing is a very interesting experience. <laughs> but yes, as a man, you can be like, yeah, I knocked your back with it. And yeah. That's I just good. picture like some Disney cartoon where it's like, fucking just showering, hands flailing. That's a good one. Thank you, Ramon's brother. Chupacabra. Anyone else want to tell a story? What? Yeah, she doesn't know this. Suddenly I feel like I need to get better security around my house. No, I was, like, I was actually right outside that door. Do you remember when I came here with some friends? And uh, I uh, was particularly upset. I couldn't play with this specific individual. So I was pouting on the couch. And you came up and said, Oh, somebody being a sad little grumpy bear. And I was like, Yeah! And I... Cross my arms like I normally do, and you're like, "Well, you could just get the fuck over it and go on." And I was like, "Scoosh." <laughs> That's it. That's all I, I like that. You one. actually <laughs> just got someone to come in their pants by being a, a dick. Bitch. Just by being a dick. <laughs> know I like that. So. Do we have any other stories? Did you? Do we have some co-host stories? Oh yeah, I got one. All right, let's let's hear what you got. Set the timer. Hmm. So I'm actually gonna talk about me nailing a girl with a strap on. What? Yeah. So it started with uh, sexy times. I had gotten my strap on, and I was learning the ways of the hip thrusting, which I will side note is harder than it looks. So that being yeah. said, <laughs> uh, we had the cute kind of awkward Mona trying to figure out like, okay, how are we going to do this? It's, you know, that kind of playful, like, oh, you know, kind of a thing. And uh, she was super hot and dropped her knees and started sucking my cock, which was hot. (laughs) 
And I just grabbed her by the back of her head and just like, you know, made her deep throat it. And then I flipped her over and smacked her and just like literally just kind of took her. (laughs) And being able to be on that end of it was so intense and just being, you know, able to penetrate and just make her scream and claw and, you know, be able to rake down her back while I was like already in her. And I, you know, fucked her till she came. And then I was surprised to find out that, huh, I came too. So I was able to actually come while fucking her with a strap on. And it was totally hot. That's very cool. Like every- <laughs> <laughs> The, sorry, sorry, uh, Ramon. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> Face sprayer. I think uh, I think Abyss's story took uh, took that one. Yeah, come on, come on up. She's all. Yes. We love story. We do this all night. Hi, my Michelle. Um, so this was the first time I ever. Uh, I, you know, I'm always got my hand up someone's ass. You do. You know, everyone knows that. <laughs> I've noticed that. I mean, they're cutting a bitch or a, I'm fisting a, a puppeteer. Bitch. Yeah, you know, that's what I do. So the first time I'm like doing prostate play with uh, this individual, he, uh, where I'm going, doing my thing, circle, circle, back and forth, back and forth, circle, circle. And then all of a sudden I, I look up and, you know, I've got his cock in my hand and I look up and all of a sudden it says, oh. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Like, faster, 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 faster. I fucking milked my first prostate. It was amazing. And then what was great was he was still hard and I could still fucking hit the shit. Just bam. Damn! Damn! Oh, it's amazing. I love that. I'm so confused right now. I like how all the she like top. I, I like how all the toppy uh, females and stuff are like, yeah, yeah. rock it, yeah. I'm like, it's the same thing for you when you make a girl come. It's it's the it's sure you know. But she milked him. He didn't. But actually. they don't go. I was confused. Like what the fuck is? Blah. It wasn't a climax. He didn't orgasm. She I thought like him. he took a dump or something because she's like, oh you, get back up there. It was like it was like okay, picture like a volcano just kind of sitting there. And then all of a sudden, like, just his juices just kind of flowed out. It didn't, like, pulsate like a normal... Like a normal volcano. Yeah, no, it just, like... Bad metaphor. It just, like... No, it's all the side. Like Ramon, when he squirted in the face, that was like a volcano. Yeah, that was like Knocked your silly ass back, didn't it? Yes, it did. Fucking bagam. fell on my fucking ass. But you know what? You rocked that. You basically... You you took his orgasm. I did. You forced him his orgasm. And then you got to beat him with it. Nice. I'm still totally confused. Did Just you have go a back to the go back to the strap on. Go back to the strap. <laughs> I was like, that's a good. Uh, well, yeah, you learn you learn things. Oh me? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy, did you have? No, one? you dodged last week. I didn't. I, I don't wanna. All right, don't. Okay. I'm feeling right. particularly vulnerable. So this kind of goes along with a perverted mailbox question where um, Abyss and I did an interrogation scene. Uh, a couple thank you thank you very much um uh, about a month or so ago and we just touched on it and someone said hey can you kind of elaborate on that and uh and and so i'll just use that for my discussion uh the scene was was fun i wanted to make it fun i was actually very kind of uh, 
I was uncomfortable at that time with that type of play because I don't know I had never done a scene with that level of intensity and I mean I'd done intense scenes but not an interrogation scene of that level it's always been fun you know like oh you're gonna tell me this you know Halloween Wonder Woman you know that type of stuff but this was actually going to be like I'm going to get something out of you and I'm going to savagely beat you if you do not tell me what I want to know so my instant reaction was to make it kind of fun so I did this German accent yeah and so I beat her and I wanted the name of her first dog and in my head, it worked out that she would fucking tell me what the fucking dog's name was. But I forgot for just a millennial of a second that this is Abyss we're talking about. And Abyss is like warrior fucking princess, digs in her heels and is like, fuck you. And so I got more intense and I'm caning her thighs and it's just she's screaming. She's looking at me with pure hatred and fuck youism all over her face. And it was still, you know, and I'm trying to make it fun and do this fucking, you know, the, the, the little crappy German accent. And it still ended up becoming kind of arousing <laughs> because it was this fight that was going on. And there was a part like at the end, I'm like, look, just fucking say you know, I quit. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about the dog anymore because I can only go for so long and then I want to cuddle and fuck, you know? <laughs> so the scene ended and, and she won and she wouldn't give up the name and then I ended and then we had to go fuck and just, just, just to make it work out. And so that was the interrogation scene and it was fucking hot for me. So fuck it. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> And that is that is that it? All right, is anyone is anyone volunteering to? Uh, does anyone want to ask the Wizard of Chance? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. Jay volunteered. Uh, Abyss, will you be spanking uh, Jay? No, <laughs> look at his face. Look, that's <laughs> the Wizard of Chance. You just said I'll do it. I'm so nice. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the story. New per new per. <laughs> oh, you just want to tell a story? Sure, I, if you want. Okay, do it. Get up here. Okay. This is it. You're gonna bring us home then. This is it. After this. Okay, so um, I'm up in the Bay Area, and there's this dominatrix named Mistress Noni Howard, and she's been around for ages. And I'm already with someone, but she and I are talking at one point, and she's like, so you want to go to these play parties? I'm like, yeah, sure. That's, that's, what I like. that's part of what I like to do, so on and so forth. She goes, I need a driver. Because I basically go to a lot of these parties to watch, and I get a little little drunk, and I need someone to take me home. <laughs> so I became the designated driver of a, uh, of a dear departed uh, dominatrix going to these perverted, many perverted places, many ones I wouldn't be able to go to now. And so we got invited to Carol Queen's Queen of the Night Party. And to make things even a little more odd I show up and she's like you do know this is in drag right I'm like what like, yeah you, this is this this is a drag thing all the guys have to come in dresses and so on and so forth I'm like oh shoot so with the must back then I had these this big cheesy mustache this caterpillar on my nose we stuffed me into this dress that she just happens to have lying around for her sissies or something like that the LBD thank heavens there was a there was one walk there was a one around so we go over to the link space 
the three-story brownstone where they used to have fucking rocking parties and this place was no exception so we go in there and so there's like some people so we're in there in the beginning of the night she goes off in one one part i go off in another i've got my drawing my my little kinky drawing pad going on there and it's quiet so these people come over and you know they start like you know making out over here and there's some spanking over here there's a little over there and it just keeps going on and on and next thing you know you're hearing over oh yeah fuck me fuck me fuck me do me oh, sweat you know the whole place is suddenly humid with sweat and it's just every you know just pounding over here and pounding over there and fucking over here and fucking over there and spanking and whipping and grabbing and groping and and it's and I'm just sitting there, legs crossed. And she comes walking up to me and she's like, what are you doing? Meditating? <laughs> and I'm just around this crescendo of all this chanting of fucking and fucking and this, that, and the other. And go, ohm, 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 ohm. Well, you know what? First off, I would like to thank you guys. You guys have been a fantastic audience. Thank you very much. Let's just end the show. That is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to all of our guests and hosts to Abyss. Woo! To Boogie! Woo! To me! Kathy! And to our wonderful audience! Woo! If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, God damn it, we are rocking on the Perverted Podcast. It is so fucking awesome to have a bunch of people here down here to support us and show love and eat cookies and popcorn and share their stories. Until And fucking Abyss and her <laughs> obsessive seal bouncing on her freaking... I don't even know what the hell she's doing, but I'm going to stick a cock in her mouth at some point. We are out of here! Woo! Stop it. Going down Stop, on the mic, Muff. <laughs>